Hello and welcome to The Little Things in Life from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's not nice to eavesdrop, but it's fun. So let's check in on the comedy of errors at the Baxters. On The Little Things in Life. Brought to you by Mr. Muscle, the oven cleaner that works the easy overnight way. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. You said you'd be down for breakfast in exactly 20 minutes. The scrambled eggs are cold. Oh, that's all right. Uh, do I detect from the tone of voice that somebody is a little cold towards me right now? Yes, you detect correctly. Well, I'm sorry I'm late getting down. I was all dressed and I couldn't find my wallet. I looked all over and discovered I'd left it on the telephone stand in the hall last night when I paid the paper boy. Well, I don't care if you want to eat cold scrambled eggs. That's all right with me. What are you mad about? <laughs> mad at all. I'm disgusted with you. What'll I do now? Oh, really? As if you didn't know. Here's your toast. No, I don't know. I was up until midnight. Scrubbing the floor of our front hall coat closet, I scrubbed and scrubbed and scrubbed. And when I came downstairs this morning, that oily, fishy salmon smell is still there. Heaven knows it'll ever go away. Well, are you blaming me for that? Yes, I am. Did you or did you not say to me a month ago, now if anything is delivered, don't open it? I assumed you would look at it and assume it was a Christmas present if it said the name of a store. I did assume it was a Christmas present. I remembered you said, don't open anything, just put it in the closet. Aren't you the one who ordered the smoked salmon for our Christmas party? Yes, yes, the point Aren't is that... Aren't you the I... one who kept fussing and fussing because it hadn't arrived? Yeah, but I then don't... Then don't you why... think it's a little peculiar you wouldn't have looked at the box when it arrived? Hoping at long last it was your smoked salmon. I told you I assumed it was a Christmas present because you said that I when... know what I said, dear. Well, let's not go on and on about all that. I don't know why we're discussing it again at all. Having bawled out the seafood company for not sending it, now I'm the one who has to write and explain what happened. I'm the one who was mad because I thought it hadn't been sent. Shall we come directly to the point, sir? The reason you didn't see that it was the smoked salmon was because you couldn't see it. The return address was in small print. The hall was dark. Are you I... going to start that again? You need glasses. I do not need glasses. Where's my coffee? I'm sorry, I had to reheat it. Just a second. I may be late getting home tonight. I have a meeting. All right. Uh, if Debbie wants a ride to school, she better get down here and eat her breakfast. She's eating. She went back upstairs to study until you were ready to leave. Where's Aunt Maggie? She had breakfast with me. She went back upstairs to make her bed. Honey, why are you so stubborn? I do not need glasses. You do. Look, they're my eyes. I think I should know whether I need glasses or not. I have 20-20 vision. Always have had. People's eyes change. Mine don't. You're an exception to the whole human race? I guess so. Millions and millions of people wear glasses, dear. You want to put in some more toast for me, please? The president wears glasses, movie stars wear glasses, Emperor of Japan wears glasses, children wear glasses. Is there any marmalade? Yes, I'll get it. What is this thing you have about not wearing them? Well, I don't need them. Why should I wear them? So you can see. So you can watch television without hitching your chair up closer to the set? Oh. So you can uh, look up a phone number without asking me to do it? When? When When? When have I ever oh, done that? Honey, every time you need to know a number, you say to me, oh, so casually, do you look up so-and-so, will you? I'll be right there. Or else you ask me because, as you put it, I'm closer to the phone book. You know, this is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Dear. It is. No, yes. Wearing glasses 
has nothing to do with age. Well, who said it did? Well, there must be some reason that you're so stubborn. Honey, you're in business. What if somebody important hands you something to read sometime and you can't make it out? For Pete's sake, I can read. I read magazines, books, the newspaper, and... You're squinting when you do it, too. Oh, squinting? Squinting, what is that? squinting. And you're getting little wrinkles between your eyebrows, too, from doing it right here. Wrinkles? Mm, wrinkles. That's what happens when you pinch your eyes together when you're squinting. Look, Peg, can I enjoy my breakfast in peace? Sure. I just meant it wouldn't do any harm to make an appointment with an eye doctor. And make sure you don't need glasses. I'm not making any appointment. Anyhow, I don't have time. What's the matter? Yeah, don't you care at all about your most precious possessions? Make an appointment. I don't need one, and I don't want one. And, uh, Debbie, if you're getting a ride with me, get ready. Well, what are you quarreling about? Are you guys getting a divorce? Oh, divorce. I want him to get glasses. My goodness, what is he storming around about? He nearly knocked me down tearing up the stairs. Oh, I think he should get his eyes examined. He's furious, Aunt Maggie. Well, why should he get furious about that? I think he has some notion that it means he's growing old. That's silly. A lot of my friends wear glasses. Well, I've worn glasses for years, and I certainly don't think I'm on my last legs. <laughs> At least I hope not. Daddy oh, no. doesn't even have any gray hair. No. Well, I saw one last week. <laughs> I think I made a big mistake pointing it out to Well, him. I don't suppose I should put in my two cents worth, but I agree with you. I think he needs glasses, too. He was reading the paper the other night. He kept pulling it up to him, then holding it out at mm. arm's length, yeah. the way you do when you can't read something. Yeah. Finally, he gave up and turned on the TV. <sighs> he went upstairs? Yes, that? in mm. a rage. Well, I better go calm him down before he goes to work again. Hey! Can you come up here right away? Yes, I'm coming! <sighs> what now? I thought something was the matter the way you yelled, come up here right away. No, nothing's the matter. It's just that I'm late to work and I wanted to apologize. You're right. I think I do need glasses. Oh, well, why did you make such a fuss about it, honey? I know. My eyes have always been perfect. I've been telling myself that I'm just tired or something. I mean, all my life I've been able to read print that was so tiny and everybody would say, how can you read that? I can't even with glasses. I know. And now, suddenly, well... For example, if I'm on a phone and the operator says, what number are you calling from, I can't even read those big numbers. I rear back and I squint and I can't even read them. Well, the phone numbers aren't always that big either, dear. I mean, it's, you know... No, it's just vanity, isn't it? Well, you've got a right to be vain. You're a handsome man. <laughs> now, look, they have hundreds of different styles of frames these days. Lots of them are terribly attractive. Oh, I don't mind wearing yeah. glasses. It just makes me mad that my eyes just, just ain't what they used to be. <laughs> I'll make an appointment today. I'll do it right now. I know you. Now, just hold on. Where's the phone book up here? Oh, it's on the dresser. Just a minute now. You know a good eye doctor? Sure, Dr. Barrow. Remember when I had that eye infection? Oh, I've got the number in my dress book. Wherever that is. Oh, yes. I've got it on the telephone list here. Uh, around 2 o'clock might be a good time. Good time for what? To see the eye doctor. You mean today? Yeah. If I'm going, I might as well go and get it over with. Oh, well, dear, I don't know if you can get an appointment today. Well, I might as well go today. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll do what I can. You know, the doctors are all pretty busy these days. Well, they must save time for emergencies. Well, you're not, well, you're not exactly an emergency, you know, honey. Dr. Barrow's office. Hello, this is Mrs. Robert Baxter, and I'd like to make an appointment for my husband to get his eyes examined for possible glasses. Hello? Hello? Uh, hello? Dr. Barrow's office. Would you hold the line one moment, please? I'll be right with you. 
Oh, I tell you, now I'll probably be kept waiting ten minutes and then cut off entirely. You know, that's usually Daddy, the way. I'm going to be late to school. Are you coming? Be right uh, there, Debbie. Uh, look, I'll have Miss Perkins phone from the office. Well, I Hello, Dr. Oh. Barrow's office. Sorry to keep you waiting. Uh, this is Mrs. Robert Baxter. I'd like to make an appointment for my husband to get his eyes examined for possible glasses. What was the name? Baxter. Robert Baxter. One moment, please. Yes, Shirley. Uh, Peg. Yes? Uh, the milkman is here. Oh, I'll be right down at Maggie. I'm trying to get an appointment uh, for Bob with the eye doctor. Well, it's about time. The way you've been squinting. But don't worry. You'll get used to bifocals in no time. <laughs> I'm not I'm, I'm not getting bifocals. I'm just getting some reading glasses. Uh-huh. Hello? We yes? can't take Mr. Baxter Thursday, April 17th at 4.30. Thursday, April 17th at 4.30. April? Hey. What do they mean, April? Uh, can't you take him before April? I'm afraid not. We may have cancellations, and in that case, yeah. I will call you. Otherwise, the best we can do is April 17th at 4.30. Thank you. I'll keep in touch. Well, they may have cancellations. They usually do, and then she'll get in touch. April, for Pete's sake, I'm ready to go today. Well, you're impossible, isn't he, Maggie? <laughs> Twenty minutes ago, he was furious at the thought of needing glasses, and now he can't wait to get them. What am I going <laughs> to do until April? You oh. can borrow my glasses. I've got a spare set. <laughs> <laughs> you know something? I may do just that. <laughs> Daddy, I'm going to be late to school. Oh, I'm right coming. Go, I'm go. coming. Uh, well, goodbye, goodbye everybody. Dear. I'll see you tonight. The milkman is downstairs oh, waiting. The milkman waiting. Uh, Oh, gosh, the start of another day. If I had a nickel for every minute I've spent in a dirty oven, scraping and scrubbing, oh, I'd be living in Fort Knox. Well, there's a different way to clean your oven that's less work. The overnight way, with Mr. Muscle. Oh, come on. It's true. With Mr. Muscle, you just spray it on at night. And while you sleep, its self-scouring foam lifts up the grease and grime. Really? So next morning, you just wipe clean. Well, Mr. Muscle really sounds like a good man to wake up to. Hi, I'm the teacher, and that's Roland Gibbs on drums. He drew my picture last week with gray hair. Me, with 11 grays. I gave hair coloring a second thought. I found out about Loving Care Color Lotion from Clairol. It has no peroxide, doesn't change my natural color, and it's good for my hair. Loving Care covered my grays and made my hair softer and shinier. Gotta give the kid credit. Loving Care Color Lotion from Clairol. It's good for your hair. The Little Things in Life, created by Peg Lynch, has been brought to you by Loving Care Color Lotion from Clairol. This program comes to you from the Radio Playhouse.